Hello, and welcome to episode 13 of the Steppen Community Podcast. This is the podcast of the community members of Steppen, where each and every week we talk about all the hot topics in the world of Steppen, and we always bring on a special guest along with our regular co-host from somewhere different around the world to uh, to learn a little bit something different maybe about Steppen and what Steppen's like worldwide and occasionally we get the benefit of a Steppen team member coming in where we can grill them mercilessly on all the latest news and try to sneak some alpha out of them for what's going on. We've got so many big things happening this week, so much going on. I'm going to run through the hot topics real quick. Uh, we're going to introduce our, our hosts and uh, our special guest, ask him some questions about who he is and where he comes from and what he does with Steppen. And then uh, throughout the episode this week, we're going to pepper in with questions that you guys asked on Twitter. And then always at the end, open it up to a live Q&A from the chat. Before we dump into any of that, though, let's go around and go around the room and say, hey, everybody. I see I see up top left corner Kevin filling in for K-Train this week. How's it going, Kevin? Welcome back. Awesome. Yeah, um, things are going great. Happy to be here. Um, happy to chat with Trevor. He's such a, a legend in the space. And uh, yeah, just really excited to be here. And yeah. Very cool. Up top middle. Beth, how are you this week? Hi, I'm doing great. I'm always happy to be here and and excited. You've become famous this week from your one finger push-ups. So you guys may recognize her from Twitter. Maybe we'll hear. There it is. More <laughs> <laughs> that as the episode goes on. Up in the top right hand corner, the man with the Twitter threads, the daily show on Mondays. That's always so good. What's going on, Jay? How are you, brother? Amazing, man. Amazing. Feeling great. Feeling amazing. Uh, just happy to be here. Very cool. Welcome, welcome. Down in our bottom left, this is somebody that I met through Steppin' Daily. We uh, we heard Trevor hop on Steppin' Daily on a, on a very regular basis, uh, giving us all kinds of insight into the prices of the coins and, and, uh, and a, a very uh, detailed analysis of a lot of stuff. We don't get to hear you on there as much, but I, I heard you on there last night. Welcome, Trevor. How are you? Good. How are you guys doing? Uh, doing great. Um, just out here on a little nature trip this weekend, touching some grass. Nothing better than actually getting outside and and, uh, and walking and jogging and running and touching grass and spending time with family and breathing fresh air and seeing the sunshine. Can't beat that Absolutely. at all. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's a pleasure to uh, thank you very much for having me on. Um, and uh yeah, no, I mean, I miss I miss uh, being on Step and Daily a lot. I was over, I was over in Europe for like a little, so like, and like you know, just like the time zone shift, but also it is it is tough. I uh, I have to you know give a shout out to K Train for holding that many spaces a week. It it you know, it, it is tough to be on all the spaces and. Um, especially like your podcast as well to like, you know, keep up with the cadence of it. So. Yep. It's fun though. It's fun to be able to tune in and hear uh barn dog do his jargon with barn dog and do the Twitter spaces to, to tune in and hear Jay's show on Monday. That's live on YouTube to flip over mm -hmm. and hear a step in daily or a step in daily, you know, beginners episode or a knowledge tournament come in on Saturdays and hear the community podcast, jump over and see Tyson do a, an exercise space for 30 minutes. First thing in the morning, get a workout in with Tyson and like the community is kind of building this, this uh, amount of content. That's fun to be able to bounce around and experience, you know, different ways to do it. it makes it cool. 
Let me run through the hot topics real quick, and then we're going to uh, go through some some questions about Trevor and learn more about him. All kinds of stuff happened in the world of, of Steppen. Um, we're going to talk about the Ape Realm and what's going on in the Ape Realm, the HP system and the reset that we now have when you go from uh, level 24 to 25. We've got a great announcement in the Steppen Discord about security and about the uh, the vulnerabilities of, uh, of hackers and scammers and how to avoid some of that stuff and how secure is the marketplace and the app itself. Um, partnerships in the OG realms, energy bridges, fire launchers push-up challenge, uh, sneaker buyback and burns, and a contest that's going on right now called Steppin' Run, where you can submit a 10 to 30 second video on Twitter and Instagram, and all kinds of other stuff that that uh, you guys will bring up, and uh, and also from chat. We did have 10 questions that came from Twitter, so I'm going to pepper those throughout, and, and maybe I'll just start with one of those right away. We had one that was kind of a, a general question on Twitter having to do with uh, with Trevor and Trevor's background. Um, let's see if I can find the exact one, because I want to shout out the ats on all these. I appreciate you guys all yeah, coming absolutely. in and, and, uh, and asking these questions. This one was, there's free, Andrew. Put hearts on all these to make them easier to find. This one's coming from at crypto reader 72, stepping around soul. Simple question. What first attracted you to or excited you about Steppen? That's a good one. What do you think, Trevor? Great question. Um, so early on, I, for those of you who don't know, I actually started um, trading NFTs a, a little bit last year and a lot more um, early this year, mostly Solana NFTs. So I was diving into the Solana ecosystem, a lot of major learning about a ton of NFT projects and teams building on the Solana blockchain. And so after exploring more than 10 or 20 projects, both like, you know, engaging them as well, right? Firsthand to see who's a part of the community, the managers and things like that. Um, after diving into like 10 or 20, like plus like white papers, right? Like reading them top to bottom and, and seeing um, how complex the project is and who's behind it. Steppen stood out to me as number one. Uh, it was like January 31st is when I found out about him, actually. Um, it was funny. My brother was searching for another project on Magic Eden. Um, shout out Magic Eden. And Soul it was called Soul Steins for anybody that knows. So he typed in ST and Steppen came up because they're on Magic Eden because that's where the Genesis launch happened for the initial 10,000 uh, shoeboxes on Solana. That's how I found out about them. Um, and yeah, the major thing that stood out to me was really two things. I was always kind of looking for a project that uh, had sort of a validation mechanism for tying in GPS or heart rate to exercising and also like incentivizing on the blockchain, right? So I thought that was amazing. Um, plus the mission behind, uh, you know, buying giving back to climate change right and then the other thing was the tokenomics so for anybody that you know has really enjoyed reading the white paper um they have very in-depth tokenomics that i thought were brilliant um and have like a great foundation for long-term sustainability in a project very cool your your title for step and official is the business development lead what, what does that mean? What does a business development lead to? 
Okay, right. Um, so it's it's a pretty um, overarching role, right? And I'm one of the first really business development lead to be hired in this area um, to help. Specifically for me, I'll have like you know two major responsibilities. One will be attending and representing Stepin at several U.S.-based Web two and Web three conferences. Um, you know, to as we help get our name out there more, um, and as we partner and kind of get involved in more events and with different brands. Um, it's really good to like have somebody on the ground to, you know, communicate and see what's happening. Uh, and then second will be to help grow a lot of the existing partnerships we have today and also help um, generate new partnerships with different brands and companies in the space in both Web2 and Web3. Very, very cool. Let's go around the horn. Kevin, you got something for, for Trevor? Uh, yeah, yeah. I've got kind of a, a two-part question. Um, I guess moving forward, uh, what's the one thing that has you most uh, bullish about Stepin? And then I have a second part after that. Okay. Um, the one thing I'm most bullish right now about Stepin is probably there's so many things. Um I'd say probably the um the you know for the marketplace, the NFT um you know just the shoe marketplace, right? Um but as you all know on the roadmap is an NFT marketplace um, to be launched uh, in the near near term future, and so you can see how this is sort of the building blocks of leading to that launch. Did and you, uh... this is gonna, and this will open the door for, um, you know, working with other partners and potentially expanding Stepin's realm of you know like products and services right as web3 company mabel was on a um a twitter space a couple days ago and there was it was one of these small twitter spaces where there was only like 20 or 30 people in and they opened it mm -hmm. up to the room for anybody to ask questions so i popped up there and i said mabel we can see on the on the the roadmap for Steppen that next month the month of august there's listed this nft launch pad do you foresee a future where we have this NFT launchpad where other NFT projects can launch within Steppen and then combine that with the Steppen marketplace. So not only are N other NFT projects launching our launchpad, but they're also being sold in our marketplace. And then we have these forward-facing websites that have you know a lot of this stuff going on. And, and her answer was hysterical. It was basically, big yes, that's exactly what we're doing, but I can't tell you anything about it. And you need to tune into the monthly town halls if you want to hear me more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's 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 pretty much it. Yep, pretty cool. You had a second part, Kevin? Yeah, and then the second part was um, maybe what do you foresee being the the biggest kind of risk or headwind uh, to, to uh, step in achieving the goals that it, it has set out to achieve? Right. Okay. So 
I would say the risk or headwinds um, right now is, you know, still um, we're in a bit of a bearish market, right? So it's tough to see, you know, um, I would say like ideal results from, uh, you know, a healthy game economy versus an unhealthy game economy. And it can be tough to separate, you know, the step in economy versus either the crypto economy or the whole economy. Um, so I'd say that's a bit of a challenge, right? Because we've definitely have um, gone gone down in terms of like crypto, sort of a, a small crypto winter, which I think has been tough on um, stepping a bit. And also, yeah, pretty much that. So, and but but you know the the team and the engineering team is working a lot on um, releasing different features to help with the long term sustainability. Right, it doesn't happen overnight, um, but we're definitely I'd say always looking for ways to help sustain it long term. You know, old realms and new. Very cool, Beth. You're up. Okay, I have a couple questions, um, but the first one, I mean, I'm, I'm going to ask it. You said you're working on partnerships. Is there anything that you can tell us in regards to future partnerships, what you're working uh, on, any subliminal so, messages? Okay, so I will say, you know, there's a, there's a transparent subliminal message. Uh, we are working on, on a ton of partnerships. Um, a lot of which I cannot talk about, uh, but <laughs> you know, with the recent, and I'm sure we'll get into this more later, um, with the recent launch of Solana Spaces, um, you know, it's kind of the first experience for Stepin to be in a store, um, and so hopefully we see more, you know, physical things in a store later this near term or later this year. So. so blink once if it's Nike and blink twice if it's Adidas. What about no blinks or plead the fifth? <laughs> Fair. Fair. Smile if it's Louis Vuitton. No? Probably. Oh my god. No. Nope. <laughs> Louis Vuitton, can um, you imagine? And then my site well, my second question is from Twitter. So Jimmy T asks, um, what are your predictions or where do you see step in for the next like two to five years? So long term past the roadmap. Oh, awesome question. So long term, I see Steppen as a entry point into Web3 with its, you know, its, its, its main mission and core values has always been to help, you know, incentivize uh, everybody to build healthy habits and get outside and move. Um, I don't think that like main mission is is gonna ever go away, and you know, long term we're definitely looking to be um, a huge bridge for everybody from Web two into Web three, right? Um, we know there's a ton of people in Web three, but we know with the product that we've built so far, um, it serves as a great. Um, 
place to like start learning about everything in web3 right um so we're definitely looking to explore more of that with other products and services um in the step inverse very cool jay you're up yeah so my question is as the sole brains behind the step in water and the developer, the creator, the one who did everything. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding about that one. Um, so uh, I think my my question is, um, is that I, uh, Beth kind of stole my question <laughs> with the partnerships. So I'm like scrambling to find another one. I was like, no, Beth. Um, we got several but, from Twitter uh, that are about that too. So we'll go into depth. No, you can, I mean, you can come yeah. up with another question about the partnerships too. Yeah, so, so I, I, get, I guess... Um, my question is, um, as far as step in with uh, possibly doing some sort of partnerships with like uh, shoe brands, will that will that ever be, or has has it been talked about um, where maybe there's some sort of connection between the NFT or sneaker on your app and maybe a real life uh, sneaker? Yeah, Any that's ideas a good question. floating around. Um. I can't say anything, uh, you know, obviously, but I think that like concept has, you know, we definitely haven't forgot about doing something like that because it's sort of, it's another next step, right. To bridging web two and web three and kind of like that in between web 2.5. And we've seen some other people in a space, um, starting to connect like in real life things to, decentralized um, networks and communities, you know? So one of the things like POAP, right? Proof of attendance, um, going to many of these community events, these offline events, giving a badge into, uh, for actually being there, right? But it's, you know, you're getting like airdropped an NFT badge. So I'd say, you know, at some point I'm sure we'll explore some type of like physical products related to our nfts um but i'm not sure when this hits right dead to, to some of the questions we have on twitter too so I'll, I'll hit through some of those so we don't end up doubling up but um yeah for sure we definitely heard from yawn directly that that you know we will have these partnerships that will benefit the og realms and we'll prioritize launching them on the og realms and they could include genesis sneakers on those realms that should have some kind of real world utility. I think this all plays right exactly into these questions. This one's coming in from Mauricio Lira, uh, at Mauricio Lira says, in the near future, will there be any partnership between Steppen and any shoe brand? If so, is there a chance that one day we'll be able to buy in a physical store, even a shoe from this partnership that could come with a code with an NFT inside Steppen? Would that be possible? Yeah, that's, I'd, I'd say that's, uh, you know, Great question, um, first off, and that's very in line with what, sorry, there's ants on this table, um, with what Jay was talking about. And, you know, I'd say that's that's within like the realm of possibilities, right? Um, you know, n not exactly. That we, what's that? No, no, no. <laughs> Fourth, fifth, uh, sixth, first? Plead the fifth. <laughs> um, no, but... Uh, but yeah, I think that would be great. Um, I mean, it's something personally like I'm interested in. Uh, so you know, if I'm around long enough, I'm sure we'll we'll try to explore 
those options because it's an it's a great way to you know basically show somebody that you can connect physical products to decentralized products essentially right um and if you create sort of a product discovery experience um uh, centered around that then you know the nfts and and sort of the utility behind it becomes a little more concrete uh to people and tangible right which is the tough part about crypto crypto DeFi products nfts um and just uh, decentralized currencies today it's for so many people it's crypto you say crypto and it's a huge foreign word and everybody gets scared to like talk about it i think um and so Stefan's goal is to help bridge you know the gap between uh the foreign concepts and the familiar ones very cool this one's from at og underscore xrave how will the business partnership specifically help the original realms other than just advertising and awareness. Okay, so there is a lot of different benefits, um, some direct and some indirect with the partnerships. You know, so there's different strategies for partnerships, right? Um, a lot of them, you know, besides the awareness right is about driving more revenue um for Stepin to help you know continue to build out the Stepin game um the team and and the company uh right and a lot of the products um and services so you know let's say because we had the recent um sponsorship with the Lindsay brothers as athletes. Um, so that was an ex very exciting. Um, one example of it is a bit more marketing and brand awareness uh, as, as an example, but with some of the other partnerships um, and relationships that we're trying to grow with other like web two companies, let's say it could be physical merch, right? So it's more direct form of revenue. And ideally that translates back to, you know, sustaining the game economy, doing things for the community, hosting more offline events for everybody to get together, um, you know, to help drive the, the wheel that is stepping so we can keep moving and exercising outdoor and then exploring different things that Stepin has to offer. It feels like we're evolving towards a reward system with some of these partnerships as well. We saw the one that came out with the ledgers where you could win one mm. of the ledgers. We saw the other one that came out that if you had uh, 400 kilometers, I think it was on Binance, you could get the uh, yep. whitelist spot to the, the, the um, Binance naming service. Um, do you see that as a potential for future partnerships that, that the Steppeners that are on the OG realms on Solana or Binance are gonna be earning rewards that, that could potentially be stuff affiliated with these brands? Yeah, that could absolutely be a possibility. Um, I don't know anything about that today, I'll be honest. Uh, but, right, I would say there's a lot of different ways. Let's say if you have, um, you know, like from our, once we launched the NFT launchpad marketplace, a lot of other companies or NFT projects could launch with us and then 
being as not just a launchpad for a regular um, Web 2 or Web 3 users, right, that maybe aren't even familiar with Steppen, but I'd say what Steppen has done a great job at throughout its whole life cycle is rewarding loyal and users that have stuck around for a long time, right? So as part of the Binance, uh, as part of the Binance, you know, that, um, or no, it wasn't the Binance, it was the, um, sorry, uh, with the, the, what was it, the name service? Yeah, yeah, it was Binance the, naming service. It was yeah. Binance, yeah, yeah, yeah. So with that, right, we, we saw how, like, if you spend so much energy or uh, use so much energy or ran such a long different distance, then you'd have, you know, kind of a shot at that competition, that giveaway. Um, and so there's definitely more room for things like that uh as you play the stepping game and as they try to tie in some of these other products and services very cool one more quick one from twitter and then we'll go into the hot topics where we can all discuss our opinions on the hot topics and then we'll get back to these twitter questions and questions from live chat this one's coming in from young poisoner it's at graham young it's hello trevor how long before there's an easier way to onboard new users maybe a paypal or credit card option for buying the crypto I have so many people wanting to join until they realize they have to get a crypto account, get an activation code, get a phantom wallet. Thanks. I think you've, I've heard you mention probably three or four times now that that's kind of one of the big goals of Steppen is it's how do you become that bridge to onboard new people? Do you see um, us moving towards a, a point where we use PayPal or credit cards to onboard people or does that get really tricky? Good question, Graham. So this is something that I think is really important. Um, although I don't know anything about it, but uh, I'd say it's, it's one of those, you know, services that will expand, making it easier to get in touch with that physical in real life connection utility with NFTs. Um, and that'll get us like one step closer, right? Although we have a lot of tutorials, you know, we've seen so much help from the community, like Beth with beginner's guides and all the investors here communicating like how to set up a crypto wallet and, um, you know, how do you move currency and how do you move NFTs and what can I do here and what can I do here? Um, that's going to be huge, uh, I think, is the next step, right? And it's it's one of those services that is similar to Duor, you know, it could be a little a liquidity pool to just earn APR um, back on it, but you don't technically maybe have to play the stepping game, right? So this is going to be super beneficial in helping existing step-in users and new step-in users um, come into the app. And I hope we explore this more later this year. I think there's already a ton on the roadmap, but even earlier next year. And I think the challenge with that, what I want to say is why we haven't seen it is just like the legal and financial, um, you know, requirements and regulations surrounding that. Cause as you've seen, it's very tough to, you know, basically buy uh, crypto directly. So that'll be, that's like, that'll be a tough one to overcome. Um, but hopefully we'll get there one day. Yeah, it feels like there'd be big issues both country regulation wise right and all the different countries that we operate in but then also yep. like the app stores and all of a sudden if you've got the ability to connect a credit card to your step in app and buy something in app there's no way that then you can get past apple and android without them wanting their piece right they're going to absolutely mm -hmm. want their piece so that gets tricky 
Um, that'll be an interesting puzzle to, to solve over time. You guys ready for hot topics? Get in some exciting stuff, and then we'll get back to questions. We got Ape Realm, the HP system, Energy Bridge, Security, Partnerships, Dex, Fire Launcher Push-Up Challenge, Sneaker Buyback and Burns, the Step and Run Contest. Who wants to grab one and run with it? Who's up? Go for it, Kevin. Sure. I mean, we could we could start with uh, Ape Realm. Yeah. How's it going for you? What do you think? Was there a, was there a specific... A question about it or no it's just it's a hot topic what's going on with ape realm how, how are your ape shoes doing uh yeah i mean i i think the uh the price action is looking pretty good it looks like things are running smoothly there um i i think that uh a lot of the mechanics that they introduced are are doing their job and um yeah i think uh things are looking pretty good definitely feels like the hp system and the minting scrolls have a much different effect on the ape realm than what we're seeing them affect the OG realms, right? We're seeing the GST price up at, at $8 and above, um, maybe getting to a number where we're all kind of like, ooh, maybe this is growing too fast. Um, but it, it feels like so many of the systems the teams put in are, are working. What do you think, Beth? Where are you at with ape realm? How's it going? Um, yeah, I... I knew when the minting scrolls came out that it was more for like the to test it on the future realm to see what it would look like. Um, and then with Solana and Binance, my assumption was that there were so many sneakers on Solana that like the whole minting scroll thing wouldn't work initially. But then as sneakers were burned with the enhancement or with the vibes and burns, then it could kind of be like a reset for Solana and then the minting scrolls can have a little bit more of an impact there. Um, so I'm really excited to see that. I don't know how long it's going to take for that. Um, but yeah, the, the minting scrolls are so expensive on the Ape Realm. And so, um, and, and the cool thing is that they can control the release of the minting scrolls um, so that the, the marketplace isn't flooded with shoots. Okay. Um, so, I mean, the Ape Realm right now is, doing I, I guess pretty good um the 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 thing is prices are really starting to heat up so it's a, it's around eight dollars and fifty cents so um i don't know if there's any worry on the team side that it could get out of control but um but it, but it's starting to get up there um <clears throat> as far as my experience with it um i've i've done a mint so a mint <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> i have an ape in my throat sorry <laughs> <laughs> um the mints are are still profitable even with the very expensive uh mint scrolls um the, the only thing that I, that I have noticed is that there's obviously a lot less people on the ape realm um shoes are moving a little a little slower uh when you're trying to sell them i had a shoe i had a sneaker basically at floor price um for about two days before it sold it was a decent shoe um, so that's the only thing that, that I've noticed. Uh, my, my only my only real concern right now is about the the the, um, the overall price. Um, I don't know because it, 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 it is really high right now. It almost feels like a hidden secret. Like there are very few people on social media talking about how much they're earning daily from their sneakers and how much they're getting from the mints and how the sneaker floor price has gone up and how GST's gone up. And I think a lot of that is a it's a sensitivity to everybody on the OG realms that you almost don't want to be bragging about the OG, you know, the ape realms doing so well, knowing that so many people lost value in their sneakers and everything on the OG realms. Where are you at with it, Trevor? Have you had an opportunity to play or you've been traveling so much that uh, 
You've not been involved no, in Ape too much. I, I have had an opportunity to play. Um, I was fortunate enough. I had some, um, you know, some Genesis ASICs that I had uh, bought some time ago. So I got airdrop some, some, uh, you know, some ape shoes. Um, and I had actually double enhanced one of them. So I got an Uncommon Walker, which is pretty exciting. Um, but I, I'll be honest, uh, with exactly what Jay's saying and, and what you were saying, um, I'm happy nobody's like bragging about the realm like that much, right? Um, I would say, the financial aspect of it is great, but the, you know, like the fitness exercise and community aspect of step in is something that I believe we all like undervalued, um, initially. And so I'm happy nobody's going like crazy, you know, like talking about or bragging, like, okay, like GST is this high. So I'm making this much, right. Because what happens and something that, was concerning maybe on the Binance realm at the time for everybody that remembers, uh, was the like the FOMO, right? And I mean, this happens with every NFT project. Um, you see high prices or you see a floor price move up a lot. Uh, so it causes you to take that second look. And if you have too many people like in your ear saying it could be a good idea, then you might like pull the trigger and FOMO into it, which if you're not willing to lose your total investment, um, it's not financial advice, right? So it's not a good idea um, to like go all in or anything like that. So for anybody be listening, please be cautious and always, you know, willing to part with any investment, right? And um, that's important to understand. Yeah. But yeah, so it's going well so far. Yeah. Go ahead, Kevin. You got something? Yeah, I was just I was just going to add that uh, I think that with us breaking above that $8 range, I think that brings us into a new tier of GMP burning, which I think really goes back to all realms. Uh, so I think that's really a great thing about, you know, as if that price does continue to squeeze higher, uh, you know, all those, all other realms will benefit as um, more GMT gets burned for the long term. I think that's really great. Yeah, hundred percent. I I think a, a a big thing with this uh with the Abram as well is that a lot of people uh did get airdropped a lot of sneakers. So there's not a lot of people like the initial people on the realm are not like looking to ROI. You know, usually that that's that's you know what people are looking to do. They're trying to get their money out as soon as possible. Um, I think because there's a lot of sneakers, you know, kind of given out. Um, that's why there's, people are just kind of building up, you know, instead of, instead of trying to just cash out instantly. So, um, I think maybe that, that's something that that's worked. Um, and that, you know, the team spoke about that they learned from the release of the second realm, the mistakes that were made there. And they're, they're trying to, to, you know, to make sure they don't make those mistakes again. So I think that was, that was one of the mistakes that they fixed from the second realms launch. Um, and yeah, like like um like James said, like I'm honestly not putting out any information on the Abram right now. Not how much I'm making, not how profitable minting is, and it's just because um again, it's it's right now it's very sensitive out in the community. If anyone's in in realms one or two, um you know uh, that's where the core of the community is, right? So um I you know i think it's just insensitive to to be out there bragging oh my god eight gst's eight dollars uh you know 
I'm making X amount of money, whatever, whatever it is. So yeah, I haven't spoken about it at all. The only type of content I'm covering is just overall general uh, step-in uh, type of stuff right now. Trevor, you mentioned about the the health part of it and the community challenges and those kind of things. That's a that's a great segue into Fire Launcher's challenge that's going on right now that has just blown up my mentions. It's probably blown up all of our mentions. It's nonstop. Who wants who wants to dig into that one? Because that that's been a really cool thing to see the entire community worldwide get really active in and not just post once, but seems like they're posting five times, five days in a row and, and like improving their results and their form and everything all, all week long. Anybody want to tackle that one? Go for it, Beth. I did not know how strong our community was, not only physically, but like as a community, right? Um, the encouraging comments that you see on everyone's post, it was so uplifting, right? Because like in the Discord, you see a lot of people that are like trolling each other all the time, right? So it's a different type of thing. But then on Twitter, you see people encouraging each other correcting form but like in a nice polite way and i was like what oh my god you're so nice this is incredible and i'm like okay we're all stepners so maybe we all have like really muscular legs but then i didn't like i mean i assume all the crypto people like on the computers all the time just study just watching all the charts and stuff like that i didn't know how strong everyone was and i was like and i thought i could do more than i thought i could do five push-ups i used to be able to do like five push-ups <laughs> But then when Fire Launcher did this, I was like, all right, let's test it out. And I was like, I can't, I can't do this. I have no upper body strength. And also I wanted to say, um, Ash has been an incredible um, judge because not only has all the videos uh, uh, blown up my feed, but also like his comments on them. I'm pretty sure he's commented on every single video that has been out there. Uh, so it's been really nice, especially because um, Jay had mentioned like, um, the division of of realms, and I I felt like the realms in the beginning had kind of divided our community. Like it felt like it was Solana versus the BNB users, right? It didn't feel like one community together. But Fire Launcher did an incredible job bringing everyone together, and like everything in this bear market, like it it was so uplifting to see on on Twitter. Definitely. Yep. Anybody want anything more on that before we move on to the next? Go ahead, Kevin. Yeah, uh, I was going to say, yeah, definitely brilliant uh, on Fire Launcher's part. And uh, what I think that this event really did is it kind of put a floor in sentiment. And um, now what we may see is even if there are marginal new uh, developments, I think they'll be received a little bit more positively overall. So I think that sentiment and that sentiment shift is just uh, – yeah, really a great thing that uh, that this event really, really did. Definitely. And now we see it evolving into an even bigger event that Steppen officials putting on themselves, right? We've got this hashtag Step and Run contest going on. This is on both Twitter and Instagram. You can submit a 10 to 30 second video uh, focusing this, this time around. It sounds like they might do this multiple times on your local scenery. So if you've got a spot where you locally walk, jog, or run with Steppen and it's got the beach or a waterfall or the downtown or a lake or, or wildlife, whatever it is, your local scenery where you're at, you can submit these videos and win potentially an Ape Sneaker GMT, some some really, really great prizes. Pretty cool. Have you guys uh, started to get active in that one as well? I think we've got a week left in that, right? 
Yeah, I think uh, there is a week left. Um, I was going to say I was super excited for this competition. And this goes along with something I was talking about before. We've already seen a ton of it, right? Like um, commu our community getting together in different locations internationally um, for both running events and like get togethers. And I think this is just the start of trying to, you know, do more of that so we can bring more of our step in community together. Um, and just like Beth said, like with the fire launcher push-up challenge, I couldn't believe that. Like that was incredible. Um, I was obviously too afraid to post myself doing some push-ups. I don't know how many I do, probably 10 or 15, uh, but uh, we'll save that for the next competition. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm super excited for that. And yeah, I think it, it runs until, yeah, August 8th. So there's still plenty of time. And like I said, I don't think this is the first um, one we'll see. I'm hoping we do some other, uh, you know, challenges like this uh, in, in the near future. Definitely feels like yeah. that, that social fi aspect. This is kind of that mm -hmm. organic grassroots social fi that you're seeing the community build um, themselves and you're seeing the, the, the bigger step in uh, really support. And I think as we get more and more build out in the app that supports this as well with leaderboards and marathons and multiplayer and achievements and badges. And it's just going to get so much fun to be able to go to a live event and get a badge and be able to, to work on a leaderboard and compete against your friends. And I think the social is going to be a, a really big part of the long term of Steppen, what keeps you coming back to the app over and over and opening it up as you're interacting with the community and competing against each other and, and, you know, making your, your badges and your sneakers unique as a result of what you're doing in the game and what you're doing out in the real world. I think it's going to be fun without a doubt. Go ahead. I really want to see more challenges like this. And, and just a side note for the, um, the local scenery challenge that Stepan official has right now on Twitter and on Instagram, the first three, the top three prizes are OG ape realm sneakers. And so it's going to be really cool to see like them trickling in as well. If, future contests were to have those as prizes as well because we've been having bnb um sneakers on barn dog on um barn dog's twitter space um but then now that the ape realm is out it's really cool to see people winning um ape realm sneakers um to be able to include them in that as well so i would really like to see that did you guys see the music video that came out that's really good tweeted? yeah it's so it's stuck in my head like i was it's 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 definitely catchy and it definitely got stuck in my head and it's on Spotify as well. Um, so that's really exciting. But to see like the creativity of our community, I'm like, okay, first of all, our community is like uh, yoked, right? And then second of all, our community is apparently expert video editors as well. I'm like, geez, <laughs> I'm like, I can't, I can't compete with any of these guys. <laughs> Pretty good. Jay? You uh, you can compete when it comes to music videos, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually, you, you know what's funny is I actually used to do uh, whatever game I would be playing. I used to do like parody videos. Yeah. Uh, parody songs. I used to do that all the time when I was much younger, and I had like I had the whole studio set up. And I would literally just record sitting down just like this. Unfortunately, I don't have any of that equipment anymore. I kind of sold it all. Yep. Jane, now's your chance. <laughs> 
That's right. Now is your chance. You're going to be a judge, though. You can't compete. You can put one out there as an example. But just imagine the stuff that Jay could put together with his his, his live walks. You got a hot topic you want to dig into? I got a feeling you want to dig into HP. Yeah? Go for it, brother. Hit it. Yeah, so this week, um, as some of you know, I I did a, I dropped a video on the HP system, uh, you know, uh, the restore restoration mechanic and all that. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's it's been and it's pretty much I think been the talk of you know all all the rage for the last week or so since uh, the update. Um, and and there's just there's still so much backlash on it. Um, and and I've I've definitely tried like to look at both sides of it. I understand uh you know what the team's trying to do with it. It's goal, um you know they're they're trying to 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 they're, they're, it's a it's a move for the long term, right? Um and it and it makes sense. Um, however, I think I think it needs to be maybe a little bit more dynamic um, as far as the pricing, and and I think kind of sort of how the uh, maybe how the minting system is. I know this makes things more complicated but um like it's just the one one of the realities that that i'm seeing people um that keep mentioning and and bringing up to me is that uh especially it and it's mostly uh the smaller players right so they have three sneakers or less they're the ones that i feel are suffering the most and and i believe that that's probably the core community right i think the majority of the community probably has three sneakers or less um, and, um, a, 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 like a lot of people, when they're asking me and, and I'm going through the numbers and all that with them, um, it just doesn't make sense most of the time for them to upgrade for, to level up from like level 19 up to 25. It's just, it's, it's more expensive to do that, to level up all the way to like level 25 than to just buy a brand new sneaker. Um, and I know that's one of, one of the, one of the goals was to give a lifespan to the sneaker and for people to buy more sneakers that helps with the floor price and all that. But it's still, I think, um, it's just, it's hurting the, the small players too much in my opinion. Um, you know, level 25, these, these small players are not going to get to level 25. So that makes it, it, it just, that doesn't help them at all. I think there's, I still believe, like we spoke about last week, there needs to be something else um, for, you know, maybe at level 10, maybe at level, and it doesn't have to be a full restore. Maybe it could be like a 20% restore, it's 50%. I don't know. But um, I don't know. There has to be something in between, I think, for the smaller players because they're still struggling. Um, It's hard for them to get up there. And if they have three sneakers or less, it's hard for them to even get these mystery boxes um, to find these gems that that they need, right? I think I saw um, somebody had put a chart up uh, to me yesterday, I believe, and I, I retweeted it. I know I retweeted it because it, it showed a lot of the numbers, and I wish I had this chart when I did my video because this chart actually had a lot of information on it. And um, from what it looks like, they ran all the numbers through all the commons, uncommon, rare, epics, and it looks like the best way right now to go about... Um, you know, re- restoring your sneaker is uh, using a level two gem. So that's going to be the cheapest way right now um, to to be able to restore your sneakers. So in case there's anyone out there, you know, trying to figure it out, um, it does look like a level two gem is, is probably the cheapest way for you to do it. Um, but again, I, I do think there needs to be something if it's not another a different level maybe um a free uh reallocation for the first time or something like that 
Because I don't know. I, I don't know what the solution is, but I know there's a problem. Yeah. I think those were my two big takeaways. Like, I completely understand that Deppin wants the sneakers to have a lifespan. For them to not have an infinite supply of sneakers that's infinitely growing. So having sneakers have a lifespan makes, makes a lot of sense. Um, but at the same time, you have to have that, that brand new player that comes in and only has a single sneaker to have a very clear uh, progression system where they can level up that sneaker, they can get it to level 5, and you know there's that big cost in GMT to get to level 5, and then get it to level 10 and, and, and above. And level 25 is a huge jump for most of those folks that maybe only have one sneaker. And then ideally you want to be able to get to a second sneaker and then maybe be able to mint those two sneakers and get a third. And so the, my big two takeaways were you got to make sure that the system, however it's set up, it's already been adjusted a couple times, right? I could see future adjustments as well. However it's set up, it, it can't overly penalize the brand new player. And the other one was exactly what you were saying, Jay. It was so obvious when you really looked at the numbers and the analysis that people did that if you didn't try to restore your sneaker every single walk, because that was way too cost prohibitive, but instead let that let that damage come all the way down to 20% and then use a level two gem instead of multiple level ones, it was so much less expensive. And so if you start to put that into your analysis, you can see where it's only a percentage of your daily earnings and still instead of what some people were looking at in the very beginning where, hey, this is more than I'm earning every day. So so it, it just doesn't work. Um, it, it's, yeah. Uh, the, and, and then the issue becomes, you know, for the level two gems, like if you have three sneakers, if you have four energy, five energy, like you're not going to be getting level two gems. So now we're talking about, you know, you're going to have to trade. You're going to have to sell GST in order to get these gems. So what, what happens is you're putting sell pressure on GST. So so by this mechanic, I, I know it's, maybe it's not done on purpose, but because of the way it's set up for these smaller players, they have to put sell pressure. They have to sell their GST in order to trade it for a gem. To, to I mean, in order to trade it for Solana to then buy the gem. So and and I know, for example, myself, I'm not bringing in any money to buy to to buy gems. I'm going to be selling GST in order to, to swap to Solana. And I and I pretty, can pretty much say that probably 99% of the community is going to be doing the same thing. So um, although it, it is burning some GST, the amount that the sell pressure is probably go, is more is high, still higher than the amount that's being burned. So um, I think it kind of you know it it doesn't really make sense to the point of that uh that that it burns gst uh argument um yes some people can get the level one gems in mystery boxes but they're not going to get enough to go from level 20 all the way to to level you know i'm sorry from um 20 percent up to 100 um i know beth uh had he she spoke with someone and they said they were getting one level one gem every two weeks or so or was it two was it something like that yeah, he uh, he had gotten two level one comfort gems in the beginning of the update, and then it's been three weeks since, or he said it's been three weeks since, and he hasn't gotten any other level one comfort gems. And so we had calculated together like what are what is what are his options, right? This this guy has one sneaker, he's got one sneaker, and so level two gems would would be the the best impact but he's not getting level two gems and he's not getting enough level one gems to be able to upgrade them either. So um, 
the the way we calculated it and i cannot remember if this was before the floor prices had changed right because the the, the sneaker floor prices has changed but but when we calculated it, the best option for him was to use his sneaker all the way down to 20 percent to keep that energy and then use his gst earnings to buy two more sneakers um, at the time that we calculated it, he, he could afford two more sneakers with the GST that he was earning. Um, that would get him to, for energy, potentially getting better mystery boxes and then be able to build. Is it the best situation for the person with one sneaker? No, but I think that's, that and the level two gems are like the options that they have. And it's a, right now, I think, um, not financial advice, but I think it's a really good time to build the sneaker inventory. Um, and then if you had three sneakers, keeping that first one for energy, then you can um, start getting better mystery boxes, better content in the mystery boxes as well. Um, but I agree with you, like it it can't be, I think it can't be linear like that. Like it has to to change when they come up with these me mechanics to be thinking about what about the person with one sneaker, right? What, what is that gonna look like? Because people, it, it it's, exponential when it comes to like when you have more energy you get more gst you get more uh better mystery boxes but it also costs more to come in and there's not there, not everyone can afford to go to nine sneakers immediately or anything like that it's, it's about building um, yeah. so i would really yeah. like to see that in the future for future mechanics if i had to guess yeah. if i had to dig into like the mindset of the data team that's modeling this out and looking at the data and trying to design it i think their intention is for us to have a sneaker have a lifespan to work it all the way down to 20 percent, and to never restore it because that's the lifespan of that sneaker so then you start to use that sneaker as a battery and you're using what you earned in gst or mystery boxes and you sold gems and sold minting scrolls to get that second sneaker and that third sneaker because then by having more energy now you're exercising more every day and you can get more of all the other things so i think we all got locked when we first saw the system as you, you exercise, you restore, you exercise, you restore. And I think they're seeing it as the lifespan of the sneaker goes away. And what we want to do is encourage the healthy behaviors in the game of exercising more and building your vault up higher and eventually, you know, getting more and more sneakers and then maybe taking in and enhancing five sneakers that would burn these sneakers away. And so they, they want the HP system to maybe be a little bit more expensive than expanding your vault because the idea is to get people to expand their vaults. Um, what, what's your take on all this, Trevor? I, I know you've been playing around with the HP system a little bit in your head. You have to be the way your analytical mind works. Yeah. So, um, with the HP system, you know, from a, a user perspective, I think like any new features is tough and any like extra mechanic makes the strategy discussions just like far more complex, right? Cause now you have to think about more in the game. Um, and like what you can do. And just like you said, um, how can you basically maybe like try to afford doing repairing HP uh, with your earnings? Um, you know, so, but I think that's all, like, you know, it's all fun, like discussing that. And I will say it's like a new feature, right? So, you know, maybe it's not perfect, but um I am happy to like see, I guess, this type of feature in the game, right? Because it helps um, it helps people like actually, I would say, like stay in the game and like walk or, or right, like exercise 
to earn GST and like keep exploring for ways to to repair your HP. Um, and it doesn't. I will say to Jay's point, it does. I guess have some sell pressure on GST. But with that being said, on on the flip side. You know, people could be earning some GST and then just look to buy some gems to like transfer Solana in instead of transfer it out. Um, and the other thing that's great too is, you know, you can't list your, uh, I think you can't list your shoe for sale unless your HP is restored, right? Which means this helps, um, you know, at least give players or new users the chance to explore the game a bit more um and and also like kind of help prevent against people who are using like multiple accounts or trying to like in the system in some way they can't just like sell um sneakers off as well it definitely is tricky with like you know the strategy surrounding it i believe i did vote for a higher level like 15 or no, uh, 20 or 25, I forget which one. Um, but I thought it would be better to like have somebody, I don't know, try to learn the game more, right? Because you can't, when you play a game, any game, you can't just give the playbook or, or the, you know, the strategy guide on day one and you're not going to understand it all. So it, it helps a little bit with like that, you know, customer discovery with exploring different elements. Um, within like the step in game, you know, ask more questions, reach out to community members, like talk about things more. And I think like Beth said, although I'm not advocating any strategies, um, but it's not a bad one, you know, to, to run uh, your duration down on your shoe too, because your, your, you know, your GST earnings are still pretty good. I think the hard part with that is people have, or, it just maybe I'm just speaking for myself. Like I love my shoe that I've been using, and I, I built it yeah. up, and it, it's my baby. So I just like if I have to just leave it in the closet, it's gonna make me it's gonna make me so sad. And then the other thing is like with the HP points, I love repairing my shoe or repairing my shoe every single day after my run, and I like keeping it at 100. I like keeping my battery at 100. And so the fact that I'm running down my HP point, it bothers me so much. <laughs> I can't handle it. Yeah. And, yeah. And to, like yeah. And to kind of put uh, for those that, because at the end of the day, like, and I, I covered this on my video as well, like whether we like it or not, we got to live with it. So right now the, the best way that I found to live with it type of thing is that to get your comfort points up, be at least a minimum of 10. So 10, it starts uh, basically, it starts to drop off the amount of percentage per energy that you're losing. And then if the sweet spot is between 20 to 30, um, that's pretty much where, where like uh, epics are, right? They start off, I think an epic starts off around 28. Um, so the epics had like the best, of course, um, you know, when it comes to percentage per energy. Um, so I think the sweet spot, if you got to between 20 to 30, You'll, you'll only be losing around 0.1% per energy. So, um, and then in order to get to that next point where it made sense to add points to it, it was way too much, too many points. Um, so I think that's that sweet spot that I found. And that's a huge point, right? Because think about resilience and our repair that we do daily now. If that were to dump on us today and we would all have zero resilience on our sneakers, we'd be really frustrated because we hadn't already built up the resilience along the way 
as we used our sneakers. And we all kind of have built in our minds this algorithm of, I know at level five, I need this much resilience. I know at level 10, I need this much resilience. Maybe it's a ratio of how much efficiency to resilience I build up. Um, and folks don't have the higher comfort and that'll become a part of our regular gameplay is to build comfort into all of our sneakers um, to, uh, to fight against that over time. Um, I did see a couple comments in chat about the point re redistribution. Um, I, I think it's coming. I think the team is, is very aware of that and they want to get something out on that quickly um, before most of us have to do our first restore with the thought being that, you know, a, a common sneaker might be able to go a month or two months before it does its first restore. A less common sneaker, a rare or an epic, maybe could go, you know, six months or nine months or 12 months before it does its first one, especially if it has high comfort on it already. And so I think you're going to see some some kind of a point redistribution pretty quick. Uh, Kevin, you didn't get a chance on this one yet. And then we got to keep yeah. get moving on. Yeah, I actually uh, came up with a couple of bullet points just on a synopsis. I think a lot of the things were kind of touched on, but um, I really feel like the system does curb that uh, price volatility. You know, it just adds an extra layer because as we saw with uh, some of the events that occurred um, with China uh, and whatnot, um, this is a mechanism with which they could curb that price volatility to the downside on sneakers. And um, a lot of the mechanics, it seems, have been designed to help curb the volatility to the upside, but then this is a mechanism to curb them to the downside. Um, also, I think that the original ethos kind of, of having a sneaker is that with the intention of taking it up to uh, those higher levels and slowly building, reinvesting. And uh, 25 is a nice, I, I think it's a nice spot where you get that full recharge. Um, I don't know what the numbers are as far as how far down you would get for different tiers of sneaker. Um, but it's, uh, you know, I think that's a nice spot for that, uh, which that kind of also incentivizes building your vault, leveling up your sneaker. And um, I think that, you know, if you're in this app, you know, we want to, uh, if, and you believe in the long-term prospects of Stepin, you want to be building uh, versus profit-taking and kind of taking uh, more out of the system than you're kind of putting back in, at, of course, at, as you can. Um, but then, you know, I, I like the point that you touched on, James, as far as providing optionality of that lifespan. You can use that sneaker after the enter, after the HP is depleted as a battery. You can use it to um, enhance uh, the to to kind of build a higher tier of sneaker or you can recharge it. So I think that provides a little bit of optionality there. And, and also, you know, I also like how this um, will help incentivize di of diversity of an individual sneaker. Because I know for myself, when I was starting using the app early, a lot of the attributes weren't even built out yet. We had different um, attributes that did different things. So the idea was, well, you know, you don't really know where things are going, but you probably will want to have a well-balanced sneaker. And I think this is realizing that that original kind of uh, idea. So, I think I think too, like something I've said a lot of times is that most um, common sneakers shouldn't ever really ever be above level nineteen. 
And that if you're going to take something all the way up to level 28 or level 30, it should probably be an uncommon and have pretty good gem slots and have pretty good base attributes. And certain sneakers just, just it cost way too much to invest that much soul or BNB or ETH in a sneaker to take it all the way up that high unless it's a really special sneaker. And I think this HP system is going to support that where people are going to realize, hey, you know, I've got this common sneaker. It's not that great. I'm a beginning player. I just have this one sneaker. I'm going to use it until I, I use up so much, you know, durability in it. And then at some point I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, realize, Hey, it's, it's time for me to, to get a second sneaker. That's got better gem slots and better base stats and, and then use up all the, the damage on it. Um, and then be able to, to mend them together and do other things. And somebody like Beth that has that one sneaker, they really fall in love with. That's the kind of sneaker that you're going to take above level 19. And when you take it all the way up through, then at 25, you're going to get that free restore because it, it's a worthy sneaker to go up that high. So there, there, there's going to become a different mindset of, of, you know, what kind of sneaker am I using? Is this my forever sneaker that I want to take all the way to level 30 and use for GMT earning and other things? Or is this just a beginning sneaker that I'm starting with? And most of us don't keep playing with the first sneaker that we started with in the game, right? We move on from it and use it as a battery. And yeah, I was going to also add, you know, as you're building your vault, I think that's one of the incentives of minting is to try and mint a better lead. Um, and that's, you know, one thing people get very set on, you know, upgrading um, or just, you know, the how much, you know, the arbitrage opportunity, but you can also build a better main that you can use to get out and move with every day and, and then maybe take that one up. So another point as well with the minting kind of brings it back into the mix. For sure. I, I love minting, but uh, Jay, I don't know if you... Um have looked recently isn't it still cheaper to buy a new sneaker than it is to mint oh yeah 100 i haven't looked at minting in like a month at least yeah depends on the realm right on ape you definitely want to mint right right on yeah, yeah an ape on ape is yeah it's very profitable on ape but, but right now realms one and two is minting is is just not profitable it, it just makes no it, sense it's it's cheaper to buy one yep. and you can purchase it, exactly it, what you want right get the exact gem slots you want get the exact base attributes you want the the quality the type of sneakers runner or jogger or walker or trainer another another thing i was going to bring up too is um as far as you know just buying a sneaker that's higher level i think that a lot of the mint farming kind of overexploited that minting opportunity and it really just created a lot of supply so i don't I don't think that uh, there's really the intention to have so many high-level sneakers kind of at these prices. I think it was just something that was an exploit. And now they have the minting scrolls for this new realm. And, uh, you know, the the hope is that this will roll out a lot smoother. Yeah, for sure. Right, but with time, hopefully it can go back to that, right? With With enhancement, with sneaker buybacks and burns. And then hopefully by that time, or eventually the supply won't be as much on Solana and BNB. And then we'll be able to kind of like reset and be able to start minting again, or everyone will be able to start minting again. But then we also want the price of GMT and GST to be a little bit closer as well, because the cost to get that much GMT to mint for like the, the person with one or to three sneakers, like, you have to convert so much GST to be able to get that GMT to mint as well. So yeah. and to level up too, right? If somebody's earning, you know, pennies of GST and then they gotta buy 60 GMT to hit that next level, that's that's tough. 
So it yeah. hits on it hits on both parts. Um, I think we're starting to see more stability though on the Solana realm and the Binance realm and the floor price. You know, at one point we were down far lower than what we're at now. We might even be you know up twenty five percent, up fifty percent. Uh, more than that from where we were at the floor. And, that, and that, that's good to start seeing that. I want to move on to the next hot topic because then we still got a lot of these Twitter questions and then questions from chat as well. Um, I definitely wanted to dig into security. We got a phenomenal announcement this week in Discord from Gilgamesh. Uh, there's been a lot of concern within the community that there were folks that had sneakers in their spending accounts. Um, somebody was able to hack their way in or scam their way in, uh, get to those sneakers and then sell the sneakers off in the marketplace. And oftentimes what these hackers are doing is, is after they sell all of your assets, then they take a separate account and list a level one gem at a really high price and then take all of that all of that currency, all that crypto that they got from selling all your stuff and then buy that level one gem to move all your currency off your account to the other. Um, what I really liked about this announcement was that um, Gilgamesh went into some really concrete ways that you can protect your assets. Things as simple as making sure that that the uh, email address and password that you use on Stepin is different than what you're using on hundreds of other websites. Because sometimes your email address and password can leak out on some other websites, and then somebody could try that on Stepin and get access to all your stuff. Um, they also mentioned not using a password at all and using your email verification code. Uh, and that way it's a one-time use code that then expires after 60 seconds, and that makes it more secure. Adding 2FA on your account makes it a lot more secure. Being really careful of anybody that ever asks for your verification code, ask for your 2FA, ask for your seed phrase. These things are never gonna be asked for by anybody from Steppen. And there's so many of these scams out there on Instagram DMs and Twitter DMs and people pretending to be Steppen support and they're all over Discord and they're everywhere. So somebody reaches out to you and says, hey, you've, you've, you've won. All you need to do is provide me your email address. Okay, now I want to verify this is actually you and you own the account. I'm going to send you a verification code. Tell me what it is. They're scamming you. They can take that verification code and that's how they log in your account. Once they're in your account, they can sell everything. Um, the other big part of it that, uh, that I thought the community really needed to hear was that the engineers have done a thorough search in the background, right, of the data and looking at these accounts where they, they've got tickets in that have they've been hacked. And they wanted to make sure that there were no vulnerabilities in the marketplace and there are no vulnerabilities in the app. Um, and that's what they reported to us in this announcement. So I, I hope that announcement gets out there to a very wide step in audience that if your account is secure and you're not giving out your verification code and you have 2FA, that your assets are secure in spending, but there are so many scams, let your friends, let your family, let everybody else in step and know that you have to be really careful with these assets because they, they are completely exposed. Anybody have anything else on that? Yeah, I, I think it's, sorry, Jay. No, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, okay. I think that the team has done a really good job of implementing security mechanisms among all the different uh, mechanisms that they have. Uh, the, the one thing that uh, will, I would think that uh, continuing to improve upon is just the education of uh, new users uh, and more specifically the the web two users sure jay yeah um i would say that a lot of it is and and it it might not be and you know because i after all, also i'm trying to understand it from the perspective of someone who's never been in this type of you know maybe in crypto right um, but I think a lot of it, if it feels weird, if you have any type of feeling 
it's probably not right. Um, there, there's just so many scams. So it doesn't matter how it looks like. Like um, I try to tell everybody, the team will never ever DM you. I don't care what the team's name is. They will never DM you on Discord. They will never DM you on Twitter, Instagram. Doesn't matter what the platform is. They will never DM you. Um, the second thing is the team will never ask you for a code. So those are the, the main red flags is uh, someone from the team DMing you and someone asking you for a code or email address. So um, email address, I think if you open up a ticket, they do ask you for that, but they will never ask you for like your code. So, um, you know, if, if anyone's asking you for a code, if anyone's asking you for an email address, you should be, you should, that should instantly raise up red flags. Um, if they're asking you to log out of your account, if they're asking, you know, any of these things, that should all raise up red flags. Um, yeah, guys, just, just if it's, it's tough because I know if you're new to the space, like you might not know better and I get, and, and I feel bad because I get so many of these messages all the time. Um, and, and what am I supposed to tell them? Like, I'm like, sorry, it, you got scammed, you know, like there's, you can, you can contact the team, open up a ticket, whatever, but like, they're going to tell you exactly what I'm telling you. You got scammed. Um, you gave someone access to your account and there's nothing that they, that, that can be done at this point. Um, and it sucks to have to say that, but you know, it, it's the reality of it, guys, just always in crypto as a general rule of thumb, always be looking for the red flags, um, and, and use common sense when it comes to things like, you know, them asking you for codes and stuff like that. And there are some I measures. Hard... Go ahead, Beth. I think the hard part is like the first time I saw a like you want an NFT like in my my wallet in my Phantom wallet, I didn't feel weird. I was like, oh, this is so exciting. Until my partner was like, do not touch that. You need to send it to this like trash address. Um, but I didn't feel. I, I mean, I was new to crypto. I I still feel like I'm new to crypto, and so like it, it wasn't a weird feeling. Or maybe I'm just like super gullible with things, but like. I was excited and it was like a pretty design and I was like, oh, this is like, oh, wow, one of the 500 winners, this is awesome. But that, that's the hard part. So like, just like you said, don't share your verification code. Don't share your password. Don't share your 2FA. Do not do this. Message everyone that you know that's in crypto to remind them these things and just really be careful because on Twitter, like um, Sunit has done an incredible job finding all these scam accounts, but just as quickly as we can report them, there's like 5,000 more that are popping up at the same time on Twitter, on Instagram. And the the funny thing is, is that there are some that are like barn dog support, you know, like step in official support, but they'll use like a one instead of an L or they use like an L instead of an I or something like that. So those are a little, but then there are some others that like have their name on it or something like that. And it's like, oh, I'm Beth. Beth, whatever, and then I on my title is step in official support or something like that, or they'll post a picture of something that has nothing to do with step in. So definitely do, definitely check. Um, the other thing is like you want to remind all these everyone that you know to to be careful to protect their assets to set up two FA and everything like that because because contacting step in support they have to the engineers there's a small team that can actually access your stuff right because they have to keep that small because they have access to 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 see everything and so it takes a while and before they were saying that like 90 percent of the people who were emailing 
customer support who were going through that feedback form, they were self-orchestrated frauds. And so there's a lot of people saying like, oh, I lost a sneaker. And so they, the engineers have to do their due diligence and check every single one of them and actually follow through with it. Now, when there's people who are, who are faking their, their issues, it takes time away from people who actually need that genuine help, who actually potentially were hacked or maybe are having some like glitches in the, in the, in the images on their shoe inventory or something like that. And so it does take a while because they have to get through every single one of them and treat them as a real case. And so you don't want to have to go through that and put yourself through the wait time of talking to um, support because um, you just want to be able to protect yourself and not have to go through that. We have we have seen and heard of some things too that Steppen's doing to protect folks. So they saw where these gyms were being listed on the market at an extremely high price, and then people were overpaying for it. And now, if you do that, you get this pop up that says, "Oh, you want to pay something that's way over floor price for this level one gym? Now you have to turn on two FA. We're locking down the account. Two FA is now required for you to do that to protect folks. So if somebody hacks in, they might be able to sell your sneakers, but then they won't be able to get the money out by buying that gym at that high price." Because the team's locking it down. I think they've got some other stuff they're working on as well. We heard something about a possibility of, you know, that the, the team monitoring the IP addresses that you regularly connect to your account from. And if all of a sudden there's somewhere on the opposite side of the world that's connecting to your account, then it would instantly ask for another verification code or force a 2FA. Things to, to protect folks. Um, and and I'm, I'm sure there's others that maybe they don't even want us to know about so they can try to catch some of these scammers and prevent it. Trevor, do you have anything on that? Anything on the security? Um, yeah, I was just going to say, uh, I think it was great that, you know, I mean, Gilgamesh made a clear announcement about the issues that were coming up. And just like that said, like, don't share anything, set up two factor. That's like pretty much it. You know, like the standard rules of security for any digital account, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. I would also suggest um, to set up 2FA on another device. Maybe you guys can disagree with me on this or anything, but I have 2FA on multiple devices because there have been people who said that they lost their phone or they dropped it in, in like the lake or something like that. And when you do that, you, you can't recover. Right. Okay. It goes right so back on, down your code. On, right? Yeah. Yeah. So to, to make sure that doesn't happen, you want to write down your code, like James said, so there's a, uh, private key for your two-factor authentication. This is a time-based code. So it's the, the one key that you get when you initially link the two-factor. Um, so you either want to really you could write it down. Um, you could also save it in a password manager as long as like your password manager is you know, secured. You have like proper security mechanisms to log into that as well. It's like your seed phrase, right? First time you create a wallet, yeah. you need to write down that seed phrase and never give it to anybody. Same way when you set up a T 2FA, you have to have that code and write it down and, and protect it and not give it to anybody. Um, you know, the, 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 the four recommendations I generally make to people are if it's got your, your bank assets, or your crypto assets, probably not a bad idea to create a unique email account that's only for those assets. And that way people aren't using your main email and, and trying to get to it, right? Not a bad idea to have that password not be the common password that you use everywhere else. Come up with a unique password just for that and set up 2FA on the email. And then on the step inside, right, don't put a password in. Have it be a verification code where it has to verify that unique email every time and have that email address not pop up on every phone and tablet and TV and your home and your desktop and your, 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 your everywhere else, right? 
have it be isolated so that somebody that's in your home all of a sudden doesn't have full access to that email account because they're sitting in front of your PC or they're sitting in front of your laptop or they're sitting in front of your TV because everything is connected now, right, to our, to our internet and our stuff. And then turn on 2FA. 2FA is really, really big and make sure that's on on your account as well. And, and also turn off uh, Discord private messages from people you don't know. Yeah, that's big. In the servers. Yeah. That's big. That's big for sure. We've got a, a bunch of hurdles. Yeah. We've got a bunch more questions for Twitter, and then I want to open it up to a couple Q&As from live chat. Any other big topics for the week that we didn't hit? We didn't talk about Energy Bridge. You guys want to all give 20 seconds on that? I think the Energy Bridge is pretty good. I think it's on par. I, I like it. I'm happy with it. The big question I see in the community is they read the white paper and the white paper gives the example of you're at the fourth realm. And so month one, you get a plus three, month two, you get a plus two, month three, you get a plus one, and then you're at a zero. And that, and then there seems to be some, some unsure about how exactly it's going to work with the ape realm, um, even amongst the ambassadors and the support staff. My opinion is we have plus two. We get a plus one from Solana, a plus one from Binance. So plus two going to the ape realm for the first 30 days. Then it's going to drop by a point. So we get plus one for the next 30 days. And then at that point, we're at, we're at a plus zero. So every month it drops off a plus one. And then we move on to the, the fourth realm. Then it starts at the plus three, which is the max. So at fifth realm, it's still a max of plus three. At sixth, sixth realm six, it's a max of plus three. And you drop off one each time. Is that is that kind of what everybody what everybody's hearing? Or you're hearing something totally different, Beth? Because some people are hearing uh, this, no, you'll stay at the plus two for the first month, and then you'll still be at plus two for the second month, and then you'll be down to, I don't think that's supported with what's actually in the white paper and everywhere else, so it'd be interesting to see over time how that ferrets out. Yeah, I have the opposite theory, but I'm just going to wait and see. Fair. Fair. You have any comment on that, Trevor? No, I don't believe so. Um, I think, yeah, as it was outlined in the, the Medium article, in the, the Discord um but yeah i mean i think it should drop to plus one after a month i believe so uh and check back in on that yeah uh, i think the confusion yeah. is the example in the white paper is for fourth realm so you know yeah. it would last that extra month because then you got three other realms that are feeding it instead of two other realms that are feeding it so, yeah uh, from my understanding right. it's it's just it's halved just like bitcoin rewards right um at the end of the month it's halved at the end of the second month it's halved again so if you have two right now next month you'll have one then after that um well see after that i think it goes to zero though because it doesn't give any more after that so yeah um that's my understanding of it yeah. Yeah. and well, I, I still think it should benefit the older realms in the energy bridge but that's another topic yeah i could see that evolve over time let's hit some of these twitter questions let's do some rapid fire because uh we're kind of over on time and want to get through as many of these as we can. This one's coming in from Freevolution Dan at Freevolution X. My question to Trevor, do you plan on making Steppen available for other markets to build upon the user base, like making an online store, for example, or would you rather stay focused on the brand itself? Good question. I believe um, we can like, you know, accomplish both of those things at the same time so we can expand in different directions to grow revenue stream a simple example of uh something we, we didn't touch on too much but you know uh solana spaces just launched its physical store in new york city 
last the uh, last Friday, um, or yeah, this this Friday, um, and I was there for the launch party. So Stefan actually sponsored Solana Spaces. It's pretty much a place to go through a different product discovery experience with Stefan. So like, probably like, let's say you don't, you didn't hear about online too much or you did, but you don't know where to start or who to talk to. Um, it's kind of this great engaging way in person to sort of walk through the steps to learn about it and what it is. And so you can see this is a great foundation for expanding in a direction of, let's say, selling merchandise in a physical store or in at that place as like a first retailer maybe, or um, having like an online store as well to sell merchandise, yeah. which also would help, you know, grow revenue stream, um, be a great way to, you know, share the brand and logo of step in within a community um, and offer like some, some really cool apparel, right? I also see it in all these forward-facing websites. Like I have no doubt yeah. next month when we launch the NFT launch pad, that's going to be a launch pad for other NFT projects to launch on potentially all three of our current blockchains. And then we've got the marketplace that's its own forward-facing website where we can sell our sneakers and potentially these other NFTs can sell on that marketplace. And then we've got the door where you've got the ability to, to have a DEX that's multi-chain that'll have trading pairs for, for Bitcoin and Ethereum and so many different ways that you could even take and, and add your cryptocurrency to liquidity pools. And you start to see this suite of apps and websites within the Steppenverse that, that are supporting other projects outside of Steppen, but then all feed back into Steppen and feed back into GMT and, and benefit you know the Move to Earn project. And it's cool. I'm, I'm excited about all of it, without a doubt. This one, next one's coming in from uh, Andre. This is at Andrew Torbick. This hi. When I ran a runner for a whole month, I started looking for motivation. I tried to run really long distances, faster and faster. Running's become a routine. Mystery boxes brought some extra fun and excitement. What will marathons bring? We can bounce this around to everybody. Rapid fire. What do you think? What do you think, Kevin? What are marathons going to bring? I can't wait. I think it's going to be awesome. I think it's going to take the um, community engagement to a whole nother level. So I think it's going to be amazing. It's going to really bring out the social thigh and open up a lot of doors. And uh, I can't wait. I actually have a, a sneaker that I'm going to make a marathon sneaker because it's got two resilience. So I'm I'm excited. Very cool. Yeah, Matt? I can't wait for it as well. Oh, um, no, you're good. I was, yeah, I was just going to say, uh, you know, it's another attribute, right? The other thing with HP I was excited about is that, you know, it's, an actual use case for the comfort attribute. So like Jay said, you got to take that into your strategy now and kind of point that. So now we're seeing a use of all four attributes and we're seeing a little more different game mechanics um, being brought into that uses attributes, right? So marathon mode, I'm super pumped about, and especially, you know, like the leaderboard at, at some point to help with that in-game, uh, you know, competition um, amongst the community. Yeah, for sure. Beth, what about marathons for you? I hope it comes with the leaderboard. Um, and now I'm confused about strategy because in the beginning, right, in the very beginning when we didn't know anything about stats, we were kind of like placing it evenly across, not knowing what the point was. And so we were all waiting for point uh, reattribution. Um, 
But then Jan and Jerry were talking about having four different sneakers, right? One for each set, one for efficiency, one for luck, one for comfort and for GMT earning, and then one for resilience for marathon mode. And then Crit came out with um, his whole World of Warcraft theory where you could have a shoe with two main attributes to just have two specialized shoes. And now that comfort is needed for HP, which that could also potentially change, right? It could be a different gem later on. Um, now I'm like, oh, maybe you just need one shoe that have all four attributes and have it evenly spaced out back to like what we did when we first first started. And now I'm just confused. Jay, marathons. <clears throat> Um, I think it's something that's that's long overdue. Uh, it's been needed, and if we're going to be, um, I did a thread on on skins and how skins could actually help the game, and how some of the biggest games in the world uh, that are free to play make all their money off selling skins. But yeah, that was an awesome awesome thread. By the way, I read that. Yeah, thank you. Um, but but one of the missing pieces to to for that to work the same way that it works in these games is that um, we have to be able to show them off, right? And it has to be beyond just Twitter, right? So um, I think by if we have like some sort of leaderboard um, and these this marathon stuff and all that, then um, on the leaderboard we can showcase you know whatever sneaker we want, so we can have our sneaker with our unique skin on there. Um, and I think. You know, uh, the introduction of that plus introduction of skins, I think it's a great combination to be able to to start burning up some more GST and, and stabilize the whole uh, economy on that on that end. Sure. For me, Marathon's the beginning of multiplayer. And I think that's so important for the development of the project. Because everything we're doing now is primarily single player. And then, and then we're, we're becoming this social community, right? But then once we have that all built in the app, that's where achievements are going to come in and leaderboards are going to come in badges and, and all these other things. So your ability to sign up for a one week long marathon or a one month long marathon where you're using a sneaker over the course of a month to hit some big goal of distance or energy burned or whatever it is to then have your name rank on a leaderboard where you can compete against your friends every day and then earn a badge at the end of it, maybe earn a sneaker, some GMT, who knows what the rewards could be. I think that adds a whole nother dimension to the game of, making everybody want to log in and use all their energy every day because they know they're competing in this marathon setting. So can't wait for it. I'm really excited about it. Our next one that came in from Twitter comes from Tyler. This is at TR124816. It says, as the Steppen team and Find Satoshi Lab Incorporated build and evolve their product and business, do you anticipate any additional Web3 apps or projects? Or is the focus solely on adding to and growing Steppen? I think we kind of touched on this a couple times. Anything else you want to add to that, Trevor? Well, I think we covered it pretty well. Oh, uh, Answer knocking it over now. <laughs> flew away on me. Um, uh, I was going to say we're expanding in that you know, direction with a potential another uh, NFT launchpad. Yep, absolutely. Um, which is kind of you know a bit adjacent to step in, but you can see how it'll can be complementary with existing Steppen users. For sure. This one's coming from Stumpy at Stumpy16. Now that Steppen's branching off into other ventures such as selling water, one concern is that these activities stray too far from the original business model. How will Steppen onboard the necessary talent and experience in a completely different field? It's a good question. Have you seen internally 
what what the the team's talking about as they as they go out and they're trying to find somebody that has expertise in the decks and expertise in nft launch pads and expertise in the merch brand and expertise in the water and as they expand out they're looking for expertise in these other fields yeah i will say um it's it's obviously a challenge to expand like a new area um for stepping whether it's the launch pad or it's merchandise um but i've i'll say that we have a, a ton of um hard-working people on, on each team um and as we like look to expand we have a ton of you know uh, new companies and new brands super excited and willing um to work with Stefan and, and grow in like these different directions. Um, and I think the initial traction early on with, you know, just the Stefan game has done a great job of illustrating what potential we might have and expanding in different ways. Good, I have, a, I have a quick question for you. So for anyone out there who potentially wants to work with Stefan, um, Trevor, what was your, what was your process of like getting this position? Was it, Posted online, or did you talk to somebody? Yeah, so it was it was uh, a unique opportunity. So I, they don't post positions. I would say like that often um, online, and because they have definitely got a lot of traction, it's it can be tough to like get on their radar as well. Um, so I had actually been you know visiting a ton of like crypto conferences. Um, and was, you know, fortunate in, in meeting Mabel, um, and, you know, introducing me to uh, different members of the team and starting like that interview process. Um, I had demonstrated interest, you know, with her and obviously working for Stepin. Um, and I had, I guess, been doing a bit of like unofficially representing them at a lot of conferences uh, early on. So, uh, but I would say, like, if, you know, you see Stepin working on something that you're, um, you think you could, like, add value to, or we may be expanding in, like, that direction, um, you know, don't hesitate to maybe reach out to me or, or anything if, if you're interested. Um, and, you know, it's, it's certainly tough, too, because we don't always have, I'd say, like, open positions. Uh, but, um, but yeah, we're always exploring, you know, for, to, to expand as we, as we grow down the road. Awesome. Very cool. I got two more questions from Twitter. All these that we're reading out online and we're giving out your Twitter handle. These are getting 20 GMT each. So, uh, look for a message from me about these and, and each and every week we give out 200 GMT. So look for ways that you can earn in future weeks. This one comes in from Organ of Speechless at CryptoMogul33. Hello, my question is about Solana mobile phones and Stepin doing a partnership. Phone cases, Genesis shoe holder perks, why no merch available yet? I would buy expensive fitness clothing with nice Stepin badges, patches, rarities, haha. Um, that's a good question. I you know, have no information about that. But I'd say, like, um, in the future, it would be interesting to explore, like, building on that platform. Um, it's also tough, too, because we're multi-chain. 
So with a phone dedicated for one blockchain, you know, I'm not exactly sure like how that would pan out. Um, but you know, we, we don't know what the Saga phone will bring yet. But uh, I'm definitely excited to learn more about it. Yeah, merch for sure, though, right? We've heard Jan talk about it on the monthly town hall. Merch, 100 percent coming. Merch. Yeah. I hope merch will be coming soon. Yeah. Um, yes. Uh, <laughs> we saw at the Solana Spaces store that that you helped launch. There was shirts and stuff there. Was there any any? I know there was a, a step in NFT badge that you could get. That's not an official in-game badge, but you could go through a tutorial and get like a badge. Was there was there step in shirts there that they had made as well, or not yet? Yeah. So I really want to touch on this. Um, so there's no merch right now, um, but as you can imagine, having a store um, that is building experiences on the Solana blockchain. And because Solana, as you know, was one of our, is our largest realm and who we started with, um, we would be more than excited and interested in launching merch with them. That is what I'll say about that. And then ideal, I mean, hopefully right in the future, there would be um, not just maybe uh selling merch um in retailers right but like if that goes well then it could serve initial um proof for also expanding and really selling online as well you know for sure last one coming in from twitter this week this is from rodrigo at roy shark crypto question do you have in mind to do a special partnership with a running shoe brand you can get a free nft of x rarity Let's say you buy a shoe offline and you get a free NFT to use on the Steppen app in a specific realm that gets you some perks on top of stats. Thanks. I think this is something we heard um, Yanni yeah. mention in the monthly town halls. It, you, yeah. you can't really give us any details, but but yeah, that sounds like like along the realm of something we might do, right? Yes. Um, although I can't give any details, uh, I will say... We're certainly exploring um, like physical, uh, you know, backed NFTs. Um, so you know, there's there's uh, there's always new things coming. Sure, and it could go both directions too, right? You could potentially see a Genesis sneaker on the Solana realm that's branded with brand X, and then when you buy that Genesis sneaker, being a holder of that Genesis could get you a discount in the real world. And then the flip of that would be you go out into the real world and you buy Brand X sneaker, and then that Brand X sneaker has something in the box or in the packaging that then ties back into Steppen app. So these feed both directions potentially, right? Yep. And then, yeah, right. Because, like, I mean, you could have some type, and we've seen some other right NFT projects do this, and then looking at this, um, you know, this area of, of customer discovery and utility in your NFTs because it's it's a new and interesting idea and a way to tie in what you're doing with your nfts on the blockchain with um physical <laughs> oh you finished you finished your espresso chat's talking about coffee uh, drinking coffee uh um uh yeah so you know you could go both ways right you could have nfts that you buy already in a game that could give benefits to maybe physical ones or you go buy physical NFTs with um, potential shoe partners, let's say, right? And, you know, that give other benefits, so. 
Sorry, Trev. Uh, they were asking about my coffee cup in the chat, so I was just showing. Oh, them. <laughs> oh. no problem. No problem. I didn't see the chat. Yep. Very cool. Well, we're 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 right there on time. Is there any other topics or any other questions or any other anything that anybody wants to ask Trevor before we go through and kind of start closing out for everybody? Yeah, feel free. I still have time. So, chat. If you guys are watching live, you can ask those questions in chat. We can bring them up live on screen as well. If you have questions, please bring them up. I'm trying to think what else what else we didn't hit. Um, sneaker buyback and burn. I know that there's been the the official confirmation from the team that they were going to take 5% of the quarter two profits. What was it? $122 million, And that was going to go back to buying back GMT like they did with 100% of the profits from Q1. Um, and that a percentage of that was going to go back to buy back and burn sneakers on Solana and Binance. A lot of people have looked at the floors of Solana and Binance and seen the sneaker floor elevates, and they're they're speculating maybe the team's already already buying back sneakers now. Um, I don't think we're going to get Trevor to admit anything on this because the team has said directly we're not going to tell you when we do it. We probably won't admit yeah. to it until it's completely done. Because if we tell you, hey, we're going to buy back a hundred thousand sneakers tomorrow. That could really change the floor prices and change people's what they're doing. So I think they're going to do it in secret. But uh, buy back and yeah, burn. What's everybody I, I think it, it is. It will be random, right? Because because otherwise, you know, if you knew when they're doing buybacks and burns, um, that that wouldn't be good for the token. Sense. Yeah, everybody feels like that's a good thing, right? That the team's using a yeah. percentage of the profits to support the the OG realms. You're into that, right, Jay? I think it makes good sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we're we're waiting on it. You know, obviously we're not gonna get word on it, but um, but I think I think it'll it'll definitely help to clean up um the oversupply of the sneakers. Hundred percent. Yeah, and right, I'd say, you know, there is so much involved with the game. It is tough to like, you can't like, you know, predict how everything's gonna go, but you wanna start to try to just inch in a direction that'll continue to um, help keep old and new realms sustainable long-term, you know, and in whatever capacity, right? So, you know, we could, we could see prices fluctuate more, but over time we want to see things kind of, you know, ideally stabilize. Um, There's a couple more quick ones coming in from Twitch chat uh, here live. This one's coming in from Slow Racer. Says maybe obvious, but why is all the focus on burning GMT when it's not being earned? That's a great question. Who wants, who wants to hit that one? Um, I think that the the reason why is because, and I've spoken about this a couple times. Uh, that the if you if you look at the path to stabilize GST and to you know to make it go up, um, you know the team's been talking about it for a long time right forever even when when gst was already up high uh the team was always talking about gmt so regardless of gst's price the team's the team's path to success and sustainability has always been gmt so the idea is basically um you know uh if gm they want to get gmt to the point where when when we earn like it's it's worth earning right um, because like they said, you're going to be earning not like on GST where you earn every 0.2 energy. It's, I think it, they said every one energy you earn whatever amount of GMT. So it has to be valuable enough so that people want to earn GMT. 
Um, and then what that does, it does help GST because that number one is going to get people to burn GST in order to level up to level 30 because that level 30 is the only way to earn GMT. And number two, once people switch over to earning GMT, what happens is they're no longer earning GST. So less GST earned is good for GST because then um, there's less inflation, there's less printing of the GST uh, token. So less inflation means that now it's easier to balance it out. There's going to be more burning plus less inflation. It's going to stabilize the GST price. GST prices can also go up. And then now you have a choice whether you want to earn GMT or GST. So um, I've always seen that as a long-term play. And I, and I understand. I see, I see that pathway to that. Um, uh, I, I know people don't want to wait. And, and they don't like the, and the thing is that they don't like the uncertainty of when it will be released. Um, but you know, basically that's the reason that, um, that they've been, that they add GMT burning to everything. Um, and I, I understand, and I do agree that, that maybe there should be some adaptability in there, uh, depending on market prices, like they do with, uh, minting and stuff like that. But, um, but yeah. And it makes sense. GMT is that common thread that hits every realm. It'll hit the NFT launch pad. It'll hit door. It'll hit the marketplace. It'll hit everything that Steppen does. And it's the fixed amount that then is, is decreasing over time, which should increase the value of GMT over time. And so if you're going to buy back and burn something, buying back GMT and burning it makes a lot more sense than buying back and burning GST that has an unlimited supply that's constantly growing and becoming more where, you know, they could buy back millions of dollars worth of it. And it would make a very limited, you know, temporary benefit to the, uh, the overall economy. It makes a lot of sense to me. Trevor, did you have anything on that? And I think Kevin had something. Go ahead, Kevin. I was just going to add that, um, you know, I could see GMT being the governance token of kind of a step-in ecosystem. And um, I could potentially see them building other apps where maybe you kind of sync your wallet into that other app and maybe GMT is used as the governance token of that. So, I think that the sky is the limit and uh, only kind of as big as your imagination as far as the potential use cases for GMT. And the whole way through, they've really stressed that, that GMT is really where you want to be. Trevor, you have the worst poker face. I watched your eyes when he said about the other apps in GMT. And you you were like like clear tell sign. I would have pushed I would have pushed all no, in I, I, on that river. I was looking at something else. <laughs> I, I was looking at something. Yeah, yeah, I was. I was. I wasn't reacting exactly to what Kevin was saying. Although yeah. I do I was gonna say I really have nothing too much more to add. Um Jane Kevin uh captured it perfectly, although it looks like Beth might have something. Uh but yeah, exactly that, right? Um, the goal has always really been long-term to unlock GMT earning um, once it's feasible both for the current supply with the amount of users, with, with all the shoes in the ecosystem. Um, and it's going to be an interesting dance between the tokens, right? So it'll always keep strategy uh, on the toes for all the players and it's just one of those new exciting mechanics um, to be released. Beth? I have a question for you guys. Yeah. Right now, at this moment, 
would you use, if you didn't have a GMT earner, would you use your funds to buy GMT or would you use it to buy a GMT earner? That's a good question. Well, think about where the price of GMT is now, where you expect it to be. Are you better to, to invest in the GMT token itself or to invest in the sneaker to be able to earn the GMT? I don't know. So I'm going to plead the fifth. I'm not going to say whether yeah, right? it's be better <laughs> or not. Um, yeah. But, you know, GMT will be an exciting mechanic in the future. <laughs> yeah, I, w I would say that the way that it that it seems that the team is playing it, all the clues point to they want GMT over 5 maybe even over $10. Um, so I would say if, if you truly believe in the long term, um, the play is definitely buying GMT, right? And this is like Trevor's shirt says, not financial advice. But um, I, I think all roads and all signals, everything points to the team wanting to pump GMT up, right? They, it has to be worth earning. Um, so why wait until GMT earning is out? At that point, it's going to be too late because the, the, the GMT is going to already be high, right? Um, I imagine. Um, so I think if you have money right now that you want to put in, you could easily five to 10 X your, whatever the investment is, not financial advice, D Y O R. Um, but yeah, that's just my, my thoughts on it. Yep. And it's worth mentioning too, like there are going to be multiple ways to earn GMT. We know that you can earn it in game eventually with a level 30 sneaker. You can earn it right now by getting mystery boxes and getting scrolls in them and selling the scrolls. That's a great way to earn GMT. I would not be surprised to see that when Door has its forward-facing website and we can take and add our add our, our cryptocurrency to these liquidity pools, the GMT could be something that you could earn as a reward out of that. And I think you're going to see that kind of throughout the, the step and ecosystem, that there's going to be a lot of ways to spend GST, GMT burning it, but then a lot of ways to earn GMT as well, which should be a lot of fun. Be a lot of fun. One final one coming from chat, and we're going to start getting closed out. This one's coming from uh, Sugsis, I'm going to say. It says, are there plans for use of the CMC badge? And two, what about the FOMO snapshot and event? Um, I, I think yes on both. Uh, they're building out the badge system now. We can't put the badges in game. Um, I think there will be, although they've not defined if it will have utility or if it'll just be something cool to look at. But I think there'll be a way to take badges in the game and have them tied into this whole social fi and leaderboards and achievements and maybe even there's a spot on your sneaker where you can attach uh one of these badges and maybe it could augment your ability to earn faster or take less damage or who knows so cmc badge the, the coin market cap being the first badge i still think it's gonna have some kind of utility we don't have that confirmed and the fomo uh snapshot is on the uh on the roadmap now you can see the same month that that marathons come out that fomo is listed on there anybody else have anything else on those how cool would it be if, if the badge helped with the HP system? I think that'd be a perfect way to use a badge, right? To have some some way that if you've burned so many sneakers, then you get a, a, a badge that then helps with the HP system so you don't take as much damage. So it kind of, that feedback mechanism both ways. I, I kind of I think the way that we'll earn these badges on achievements will then feed back to that badge having to do with the way we earned it. You know, it just kind of makes sense. Very cool. Let's go around the room. I appreciate you guys all being here, chat, and uh, and everybody that's here. Up in the top left-hand corner, we've got Kevin. 
Kevin, you're doing what? Two Jogging with Barn Dogs every week now? In addition to your other stuff, where can we find your stuff? Uh, on Twitter, uh, at Kevin underscore Steppen underscore USA. Very, very cool. So, yeah, I'm also, yeah, we'll see if, what else. I'm trying to work on a couple other things, too. So we'll see how those pan out. Very cool. Top right, Beth. Thank you for being here. Where can we find all your stuff? Uh, Twitter is bnbeth underscore Solvax. Instagram is at Beth Steppen Official. Um, and I'm working on getting the beginner's guide uh, more updated and um, also on Instagram as well because I know that Twitter has like is like full of crypto people, but we're going to try and infiltrate that market too with Instagram. Very cool. You've also been helping get all the guests on for the Step in Community Podcast. So if anybody has a guest or they want to be a guest themselves, what's the best way for everybody to reach out to you? Um, Instagram or comment on something on Twitter. My DMs aren't open. Maybe I should open them. Well, you could always do it publicly, right? You could always hit us on one of the main Twitter threads for the for the podcast and say, hey, Beth, I'd really like to hear so-and-so. Um, generally, if we get at mentioned, we'll see those. It doesn't get buried in the fire launchers, push-up challenges. <laughs> yeah. Got a doubt. Bottom left-hand corner, I see Jay, Bitcoin Daily. Jay, you've got so many shows now. Your Monday show is one that I like to tune into live each and every week because it's live on both Twitter space and on YouTube. And you talk about all the stuff going on. Uh, where can we find all your stuff? Yeah. Um, so Bitcoin daily on YouTube is, is the main thing where I'm, where I'm doing a lot of the content, uh, on, on Twitter, Bitcoin X daily on Instagram, Bitcoin daily. Um, yeah, Mondays I'm doing the let's talk step in live stream where it's basically Q and a with the community. I uh, try to bring people on stage and stuff like that. I host it on Twitter, but I also run it, uh, do it live on YouTube. Um, and then Tuesdays, I have my Spanish show. Uh, for those interested, is you could search up Bitcoin Daily Español, and uh, we put clips and stuff of it on there. Uh, we have we do it basically on a network um, right now, on a Spanish network. And then uh, usually throughout the week, you know, I do my my videos, my content up on YouTube. You know, whether it's about stepping or on the market and uh and yeah it's pretty pretty much it uh i i do have a very busy schedule with all these with all these uh all this content creation basically and now i added in uh threads on twitter so let, let's see how that goes very cool and our special guest this week down in the bottom right the business development lead for step and official trevor it's, where's the best place to, to track like you're traveling all over the world you're going to conferences i'm sure that you're going to be doing some Twitter spaces. Should we should we follow you on Twitter and turn on our notifications and say, oh look, Trevor's doing a little Twitter space with 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 Nike. Maybe that means Nike's going to be a new brand partner. Is like, is there a way for us to track oh and see what you're doing? Yeah, so you can definitely follow me on Twitter, uh, Twitter.com/slash/tsnack5678. Um, I can't promise that anything that I'm sharing is actual official news or latest updates. Um, I will say if like it is, but I am planning on going to some uh, fun events in, in coming months and definitely stay tuned for some upcoming partnerships and, you know, different things we have planned with um, maybe existing and uh, new, new companies. Existing. That's some good alpha. Very cool. Thank you. Thank you for being here, Trevor. I sure appreciate you and being so transparent with everything. Uh, and, and yeah, absolutely. Uh, 
thanks as always. I think this platform um, is awesome, James, to just like have like cool fireside chats about what's happening with Stefan. Um, you guys are all awesome too. You've been troopers on here for months. So kudos to you for always just diving into anything and uh, taking, you know, a bunch of questions from Absolutely. For me, myself, chat, you can find me at James Work. The Stepin Community Podcast is recorded live every Saturday morning at twitch.tv forward slash James Work. And then we upload it to YouTube and Spotify and Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts and all your favorite podcast platforms. Uh, we're starting to pull live questions every week for our special guests from both Twitter and from the live Twitch channel. So if you ever have any questions you want to ask, make sure you get those questions out, out so we can ask them live. I appreciate everybody being here. Thank you, everybody watching. And uh, we'll see you guys all next week. Later. See you guys. See you guys. <laughs>